0: Yes. Hello, and welcome to a slightly earlier edition of Soda of Sega. Whilst planning the Fantasy Star vs Shining series show, which is kind of a mouthful to be honest, it became somewhat impossible to fit all the games and all the music I wanted in to just two hours. Now, I could have been sensible and just picked the best tracks, but nope, I decided to put all the games against each other, because that's the kind of sick and twisted individual I am. I'm not sure how well it's going to work out, and it's not exactly a real battle royale, but hopefully you'll enjoy the show anyway, with 50 extra minutes. However, before we can begin, and you can probably tell where this is going, I just wanted to take five minutes or so to talk about something which is very close to my heart. You've been with me on this Sega RPG musical journey for the past few months or so, and it has been an honour, an honour ladies and gentlemen, an absolute honour. Am I still here? Just checking. Just checking. Yes, that's good. Hello in the ILC. Yeah, I'll get round to the show in a minute. So, KC, if you're paying attention, then get that beeping machine ready. Children, cover your ears. Ladies, avert your eyes. Men, raise your glasses. That almost worked. Hang on. Da-da-da, da-da-da. There we go. Yes! Oh. My. F- God. Vice is in Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed. Vice. Is in All Stars Racing, and he's in the goddamn Delphinus. What? It's been confirmed. It's real. He's there. No lie. Vice is going to be in All Stars Racing. Sega, take my money. Take it. Take it all. I don't even have any money though, so take my very soul. Just take it, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, clowns and animals, whatever. Vice is in All Stars Racing. Oh my God. He's actually in. Ahem. And whilst we're on the subject, I wonder if Roger Craig Smith will be voicing Vice as he did so for Valkyria Chronicles and I wonder what kind of all-star move that Vice is going to have. Pirate's ref maybe? And will there be cameos from Ikar and Fina? And will there be a Skies of Arcadia based track since Transform is all about flying and stuff? Oh my god, the possibilities, oh my god, seriously. This news has made me so amazingly happy. It's actually kind of sad, really. And I'm a big fan of the original All Stars Racing, so I hope some of you will be joining me in some online racing when the game does come out later this year, because I'm going to be dibsing on Vice, naturally. Definitely dibs there. Although I do hope Rio from Shenmue's back again, because Rio was pretty cool. I-, I did love him. But oh my god, Vice! F- King Vice! It's Vice! He's this guy's Arcadia! Yes, of course he is. Is it also racing? Oh my god, I'm getting excited, sorry. Seriously though, Vice! Wow, just seriously. So, to celebrate for the next three minutes before we start, I'm going to play two Quick Skies tracks whilst I secretly dance in the background. And then we're going to kick off with the Fancy Star vs. Shining series show just after. So, don't readjust your stream or anything as I'll stay connected here once I am done. So, let's play some Air Pirates Secret Base, and then the final battle opportunity from Skies of Arcadia just to, you know, celebrate, and then we'll continue on from there. Indeed we shall. It's gonna be an all-stars racing, guys! It's Vice! Oh my god, Vice! of Season 2 of Sword of Sega. Tonight is a semi-battle royale of sorts as we'll be putting the futuristic fantasy star series against the more medieval Shining series in a rather dramatic head-to-head. As such, I'm only going to be playing music from either of those series, so if you have any requests from your favourite fantasy star or Shining game that isn't the orchestral version of Save This World, then do be sure to get them in whilst you can. And I say whilst you can, because well, I mean, we've got a lot of music. So. How this evening will work out is that I've divided both series into particular categories and eras, such as the Master System and Mega Drive era, the Saturn and Dreamcast era, portable games including the Game Gear, PSP, etc. and the Modern-ish era, so hopefully that will cover the full spectrum of games in the history of both series, although I cannot guarantee that this will be a particularly fair fight. And of course you can help me decide in the ILC which series was really the coolest during each era or category. And don't forget that we will be continuing on with Chapter 7 of our Sword of Sega roleplaying adventure, eventually. So if you're desperate to go dragon hunting, then do stick around for that. And if you just randomly tuned in and have no idea what the heck is going on, then apologies for stealing the airwaves an hour earlier than expected. As you can probably tell, we do have a lot of music and games to get through, so do be sure to get your beers in now. Or your... your vodka or whatever. We started off the show with the live version of the end of the millennium from Sega Rocks and you can agree that that definitely does rock. And then we followed with a song for eternal story from Fancy Star Online and the title screen theme from Shining the Holy Ark. I am your host, Keeping Cloud Chaser, and we're going to be kicking off your Wednesday night with two choice favourites to get you in the mood. This is the Save This World The Sexy Remix version, followed by World's Love from Shining Force EXA.
1: We will choose to fight.
0: to another action-packed Wednesday night, and believe me when I say it is action-packed, as we do have a lot of games and music to work through. And since we started a whole 50 minutes early, then we shouldn't overrun, but you know me, I get carried away. I do indeed. So in that opening batch we had Save This World, the remix version from Ambition of the Illuminous from Fantasy Star Universe, and then World's Love from Shining Force EXA, which I think confused people. That's Japanese vocals for you, I suppose. So, thanks to all of you for joining me tonight, whether you are listening in live or via the magic of the podcast and our podcasting team. A live show wouldn't be fun without you guys in the IRC, so a big hello to Gabby, who's joined us for, I think, the first time, so yay, round of applause. I don't have a clapping jingle, so just imagine clapping. And also, Resident SD, who's currently breaking things, I think. He's pulling the plug on things and everybody's just died, so I'm assuming he's killing us all. And Underscore Spondy, a winner with you, Biafra, CTR, Draco, i need bun Venato. Yeah, Fast Feet, I-Need-Fruit, Jay-Z, choosing the ILC, I don't know if he's listening in, but hello to you if you are. Littered red 615, Pyrus 55, Rosy Sonic 21, and I think this is the first sort of Sega you've listened to actually, so hello to you. Silver Sonic, who is on an Android and away in a class doing something. Hopefully, not math, because that's boring. SJ, Trekkie, Zebra, and Glitch. And of course, Casey is listening in elsewhere. And hello to any of you that are listening in elsewhere and doing magical, wonderful, amazing things. Yes. So tonight, we'll be comparing the games and music of the Fantasy Star and Shining series. I'll be doing this by playing a few tracks on both series and then chatting a bit about them. There will be a mix of tracks requested by you and tracks which I think stand out as being particularly awesome unless you request them anyway. So do feel free to request your favourites and I'll see if I can get them in but no promises unfortunately. I'm trying to stick to a one track per game rule because there are a lot of games. Definitely a lot of games. But I'll show some remixes at the end if we've got any time left hopefully if I stop rambling. So we're going to begin back in the good old days of the Master System and Mega Drive. Both the Fantasy Star and Shining series had quite a collection of amazing games which are fondly remembered and constantly re-released today and I admit that I kind of grew up on the Shining side so I have more nostalgic memories of Shining Force than Fantasy Star. So to start us off I'm going to play a track each from Fantasy Star 1 through to 4 then we'll take a little breather and continue on with the Shining series. And this is your first and only Master System track of the night. So we're going to start off with Motabia from the original Fantasy Star. a fairly short batch action, quite short indeed. So we started off with the original Fantasy Star on the Master System and as pointed out by when it was You, it wasn't the first Master System track, so yeah and that was at Rotavia, thanks for pointing that out. Then we had a death at place from Fancy Star 2, which is a perfect ideal location to have all of your children's birthday parties. It really is. Then we had the opening frame from Fantasy Star 3, Generations of Doom, and then laughter from Fantasy Star 4, the end of the millennium, as requested by and when it was you. And next I'm going to play the four main Mega Drive Shining games, starting with Shining in the Darkness, as that was the first one that got released. You can notice a bit of a pattern here, it's in order, kind of. And I am cheating a little bit with this round, as there is a Mega CD game thrown in for good measure too. fashion music, we started off with Lower Labyrinth from Shining in the Darkness, followed by Battle on the Ship from Shining Force as requested by a winner with you. Then we had Battle 3 from Shining Force 2 and Open Plains from Shining Force CD, because we always play Great Cypress Battle, I know that Eagle I Venato I I requested it earlier, but we always play it. We always play that. So, if you grow up on a diet of Mega Drive goodness, or Genesis goodness if you're American, then Did you get a chance to play either of those series, and which one was your favourite? I never really got into the Fantasy Star series then to be honest, but I did grow up with Shining Force 1 and 2, and they were pretty much the first RPGs that I really got into. They kind of introduced me to those games. So what do people in the ILC think? I'm mostly talking about Vista for some reason, but I did, did kind of ask if anybody had requested any Shining music. And yes they have, we did have requests as you did see. So yes it's not all going to be one sided on the fantasy star side, hopefully. The Shining series has some good music I think, it it does, it does. Well hopefully throughout the night we will have a more informed opinion shall we? But next it's time to compare the amazing shining games on the Sega Saturn with the amazing fantasy star games on the Dreamcast. And this probably isn't a particularly fair fight, but there weren't really any fantasy star games on the Saturn and there certainly weren't any shining games on the Dreamcast. So, to balance out the music a little, I'm going to cheat a bit and allow Fantasy Star Online Episode 1, 2, and 3 in this batch, even though they weren't technically on the Dreamcast. But don't worry, Shining fans, as I'm sure these Shining games will have some awesome tracks for you too. So, to begin, how about some classic Fantasy Star Online? Oh, yeah. Star Music, we had Chaotic Bar from Fantasy Star 1 as requested by M20, who I think is currently in school, so hopefully we'll see him in the IRC later. Then we had Trick Trek Part 2 from Fantasy Star Online Episode 1 and 2. And then we also had Let the Winds Blow, the remixed version of Opening from Fantasy Star Episode 3 Card Revolution, which technically wasn't on the Dreamcast, but shh, no one's noticing. We're going to go back in time a step and play music from the Sega Saturn. There were three Shining games on the Saturn. I loved them very much. We had Shining Wisdom, Shining in the Holy Ark, and the epic Shining Force 3. But we're going to start off with some Shining Wisdom. Of music, we had some Shining music, starting off with Heraldic Emblem of Wisdom from Shining Wisdom, then the rather lovely Overworld map from Shining the Holy Ark, which should be familiar to listeners old and new, hopefully. Then we had Flying Dragon of the Battlefield from Shining Force 3. Now, I have to say, I am a massive fan of Shining the Holy Ark and Shining Force 3. These two games in particular really defined my childhood, and I am kind of also massively obsessed with Fantasy Star Online and its sequels as well. And whilst I didn't really get into the Mega Drive Phantasy Star games, Phantasy Star Online really did hook me in. So really, the Saturn and Dreamcast era of Sega RPGs were truly the golden days for me. But what do you guys in the IRC think? Do we have many people playing the Saturn Shining Force games? Or Shining games? Do we have many Phantasy Star Online players here? Do we? Soon we find out, I guess? Now things are going to get a little bit complicated as we head into the Portable category, and this really spans quite a distance as we have the older Game Boy Advance games like Fantasy Star Collection and Shining Soul 1 and 2, then we have the more modern titles like Fantasy Star Portable 2 and Shining Hearts. And to make it even more complicated, I don't actually have all of the music to all of these games, so it's not going to be a very fair representation to be honest. So on the Fantasy Star side, we have the Fancy Star Collection, Fancy Star Zero on the DS, and the three portable games on the PSP, including Infinity. And on the Shining side, we had Shining Soul 1 and 2 on the Game Boy Advance, Shining Force Feather on the DS, and then Shining Hearts and the newly released Shining Blade on the PSP. It's it's quite a mix. So I'm only going to play 4 tracks from both of those, and the games that I do have, so hopefully that will be fair enough. But we're going to start off with some Fantasy Star Zero. Yes, we are. I do love that track, I really do. That was awesome. So, in that batch, we had Crescent Crusade Rare Battle from Fantasy Star Zero, as requested by Iron Eagle Fanato. Then, we had More Haste, Less Speed from Fantasy Star Portable 2, and then Ignite Infinity from Fantasy Star Portable 2 Infinity. Okay, shoving in Ignite Infinity probably wasn't particularly fair, but hey, most of the Shining games never got released outside of Japan anyway, so it serves them right. And yes, I realise Infinity never got released either, so damn it SEGA, just damn it. Well, let's move on with the Shining offering now, starting with a kind of poor track from Shining Soul 2. As the quality music is a bit iffy, but it'll get better, I promise. start didn't actually work because I remembered that I and deleted it because you know that's what I do so I had to get it back in there but we, we made it in there so the first track there wasn't Shining salt 2 it was... why um, can't I pronounce this properly? Rever... it was a Shining Force Forever track yeah. Then we had From Beyond the Limits from Shining Hearts then we had Fortress from Shining salt 2 and because I wasn't sure if it was going to work or not I threw in a dinner party from Shining Force Feather as well, because Resident SD requested it earlier and he gave me the um Puss in Boots cat face. It didn't actually, you know, give me a picture of it, that would have gained more bonus points, but you know. I figured I'd put it in anyway. So nice. So, I'll be honest. I've not actually played any of the portable shining games, not even Shining Soul. But that's mostly because they're quite hard to get hold of. And also, to be honest, I wasn't a massive fan of Fantasy Star Zero. I did. I do own it. I did try and play it online. I got bored of the offline mode quite quickly because basically, games like that in Fantasy Star Online, you have to be playing them with friends. And if you don't have many friends to play with, not many people own the game or a DS and there's nowhere nearby, then it's just not really going to work out. So yeah, I got bored of it pretty quickly. I do love Fantasy Star Portable 2 though. It is an awesome, awesome game. Seriously. And I am completely in love with the Shining Force Feather and Shining Hearts soundtrack Even though I'm probably never going to play them because they never got released outside of Japan Which sucks But I'll track these games down one day But what do people in the IRC think? I know that Resident SD likes the Shining Force Feather soundtrack And I'm sure someone else mentioned it Yeah, someone over here says it's badass Well that particular track's badass and Gavi agrees Fantasy Star Zero was a bit rubbish, so I'm not the only one that thinks that way. Fantasy Star Portable 2 is a good game there, Portable 1 is rubbish, that's a pants game in my opinion. But Portable 2, oh yeah that was great, that was great, that was great. So we've almost reached the end of our massive list of games, as we've reached the modern era. We're actually doing quite well for time, so we'll probably have time for some requests later on as well, hopefully. Now this modern era section isn't particularly balanced either, as we've only got 3 FANTASY STAR games up against 5 SHINING games. That's terrible. So whilst the FANTASY STAR series has remained quite online, the Shining series has grown quite popular in Japan as single player RPGs, and a few of them such as Shining Tears, Shining Force Neo and Shining Force EXA were released on the PlayStation 2 in the US just over here in rainy old England which is a shame but hey at least we can import them and play them I suppose. I haven't though. Now most of the more recent Shining games have stayed in Japan as I've said which is a shame but we do of course have Shining Force Cross slash Cross Raid which is an arcade version of the Shining formula and probably the closest thing we have to an online Shining game and really I would love to play that it just sounds amazing. I wish we could have stuff like that but... Our kids are kind of dying over here anyway. So, in this next batch, I'm going to play four Fantasy Star tracks, including PSO Episode 4, The Universe, and Ambition of the Illuminous. And of course, that lovely little Fantasy Star Online 2 trailer that I really do play way too much, but hey, it's good, so who cares? Let's have some Fantasy Star 4. Music from the Fantasy Star series. Yay! We started off with Underworld Chaos from episode 4 Blue Burst. Then we had Save This World, the orchestral short version, because there is a short version that no one actually knew about, from Fantasy Star Universe, as requested by Gabby, who really would have preferred the longer version, but you know, tough. He's growing now anyway, so bye, Gabby. Bye. Bye. Yeah. And then we also had. Paracabana, oh, para, 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 para there we go, Paracabana Coast, from the Ambition of the Illuminous from fantasy Star Universe, the expansion to fantasy Star Universe, and that was requested by M20, and I've been there, Paracabana ba, uh, Coast, yeah, I've been there, in game of course, but I've been there, lovely little, little place, really nice. And then we ended up with the gameplay trailer music from Fantasy Star Online too, because that's the only music we have. From Fantasy Star Online 2, yet it sounds pretty good. So continuing on my addiction of From Fantasy Star Online, I was properly plugged into Blue Burst and then Universe, and I think I played Universe for a good few years. But it did become quite repetitive after a while. They basically just use the same monsters, use the same bosses, and just reskin them. It did can get really boring. So I'm desperately needing some Fantasy Star Online 2 in my life right now. Seriously. I need to inject it into my veins somehow. Somehow. Well, we're gonna move on with some shiny music now. Music now. Starting with Shining Tears. Had some lovely music from the Shining series. We started off with Birth of a New God from Shining Tears as requested by Iron Eagle Venato, then we had Go from Shining Force Neo, then Imgunia Valley Battle from Shining Force EXA, followed by Five Beast Generals from Shining Wind also requested by Iron Eagle Venato and I really quite like that one, that was pretty awesome actually. Not heard it before but it was good. And then we topped it off with a drop to Chalice from Shining Force Cross Raid, which is a soundtrack that I'm definitely in love with, it's really awesome. So the future is looking a little hazy, the Shining series looks set to remain in Japan, especially after all the Sega reshuffling that happened. But what I really want to see is a proper Shining Force sequel, Shining Force 4 for example. That's all I ever want. The FANTASY STAR series will remain online with FANTASY STAR ONLINE 2 due out in Japan this summer and that's going to be free to play as well. There is no news of a western release yet, but I do have faith, I think we'll hopefully hear something at E3 this summer, hopefully, hopefully, and FANTASY STAR ONLINE 2 was definitely high on my list of sequels that I wanted to exist so very much. So please don't let me down SEGA, please release it over here, I would do anything, within reason. And that's the end of our little comparison of the Shining Force, or Shining, and Fantasy Star series. I sure hope you didn't mind me rambling on about various games for an hour or so. Right, well, like two hours now. So for the remainder of the show, we're going to be playing some remixes, arrangements and one or two requests, and we'll have a little argument in the IRC about which series is best and we'll come to a conclusion at the end of the show. But now it is time to move on with our own little fantasies. I'm going to have a quick little music break, and then we're going to be coming back with the Sword of Sega role-playing adventure, so do stick around for that. Back soon! in the ILC about which is best, Fancy Star or Shining Force, but we'll definitely sum up that up at the end of the show. In that little batch of music we played. The Landmaster AXV-25 from Fancy Star Sound Collection 2, which was kind of requested by Ily Fruit because he did want some Landmaster, so kind of got that in. Then we had it, Memories Scattered in Clouds of Sand. From Shining Force Cross Raid. How very romantic that is. God, I love the Shining Force Cross Raid soundtrack. Really do. Love it. However, 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 it is now time for chapter 7 of our role playing adventure. So we need this music. Yes, we do. The Sword of Sega RPG adventure is a short 20 to 30 minute game. I'm going to do this as fast as I can you can complete tasks, earn experience points and level up. If you're new to the show or have missed any previous chapters, then you can find out more and catch up on the action on the Sword of Sega blog on the RadioSega.net website, which I may link in the IOC. I usually forget though, but I may. Experience points goes to the person that does, so there you go, that's your task, do it. Now you don't need to listen in live to take part in our adventure, as new tasks will be posted on the blog and forum the morning after all live shows, when I can be bothered, generally. Might be a little later tomorrow so I've got to go shopping and stuff, you know? Buy milk and eggs and things, yeah. So you can earn experience points of all various things such as requesting music, joining the IRC, as well as completing tasks each week and the person with the most experience points by the end of chapter 10 or 11 I think it is up to now actually, it's, it's changing, will win a prize. And if you haven't signed up, and would like to, then send me your character class and I'll add you to our group of adventurers. But now it is time to begin! Where's my beginning music? Where's my beginning music? There we go! Oh wait, this sounds a bit familiar, doesn't it? Ooh! Oh wait, that's supposed to be earlier, isn't it? Later. Oh well, never mind. I've done that a bit early, but whatever. We'll skip it. So, last week on Sword of Sega, our heroes left the humans behind in the village they had saved from Nintendo’s and travelled across the signature desert in search of the next Sword of Sega. After travelling for hours, they finally came across a ruined castle with a massive dragon statue on top. Exhausted and dehydrated, our heroes decided to stay the night. However, the dragon statue came to life, ready to attack them. In order to defeat the dragon, our heroes needed to name three dragon related safe refugees from five tracks, and they would gain bonus experience points for the others naturally. So, here are the names of those five games and their tracks, and you can see how well you did. Here was track number one. And this was, of course, Ground from the Wild Sky from Fantasy Star Universe. Rawr, etc. And this was track number two. Track number two was our first dragon-related Sega RPG game, and that was Snowland from Dragonfall. A so lovely, awesome RPG on the Sega Saturn. But just take my word for it, it's pretty good. And here's track number three. And this was from Shenmue. Now, my track is called To the Sea and Continent Beyond, but some people were telling me that it's also called To the Earth and Sea. So, I have given out experience points for both of those, because it's a bit weird that I've got a different name. But there you go, that's from Shenmue. Proper little dragon title there. Well, here's track four. I'm quite happy that people got this one actually, as this is our second Dragon-related Sega RPG, which is Seventh Dragon, and the track is a Battlefield Tower of Crimson Pickets. Definitely a favourite of mine. And here's the last track. You can hear it across on top of all the little dragon noises there. That is our third dragon related Sega RPG and it is a Panzer Dragoon Saga Atom Dragon. Definitely one of my favorite games, definitely one of my favorite tracks. We should really play this more on sort of Sega because it's awesome. It's definitely awesome. So, were our heroes able to protect themselves against a dragon, let alone defeat it? Find out next in Chapter Seven of Sword of Sega. and I'm gonna play that title music again because I shouldn't have played it before. What did I do with it? I've lost it. There it is. Ta-da. There we go. Yay! That's the third time we played that now. Anyway, Chapter Seven: In Search of Very Treasure. Ha ha ha! They all have titles now. Yay! Our heroes stand surrounded by a circle of fire, the dragon hovering above them, flapping its giant wings and flare its nostrils nostrils, as it glares down at these puny humans, Anoraki. But our group of brave adventurers, heroes, bartenders and escaped mental patients have suffered much in their journey, and the sight of an angry looking dragon is just another nuisance to deal with. They cannot let this beast interfere with destiny. Armed for three of the swords of Singer, a winner was you, I need fruit and I needle for step forward, their blades raised and ready to do battle. The Mirror Sword continues to glow in the hands of Awina you, as if the sword itself shared some sort of history with the dragon. How very peculiar. However, before they can attack, Draco, the insane white rock shooter, leaps before them, urging them to stop. This dragon is not our enemy, he cries. We're all victims of the Nintendoids here, who is to say that this dragon means us harm? The other heroes stare at Draco, and then glance at all the fire around them as well as a dragon above them. Clearly, Draco is insane, but maybe he has a point. The dragon has not attacked them yet. Showing the true bravery of a hero or a crazy person, Draco steps forth and attempts to ease the dragon's temper by calling out the name of S- Sir- Sega Dragon RPGs. 7th Dragon, Panzer Dragoon Saga and Dragon Force. The Dragon stops growling for a second, and in its hesitation, I wonder of you and Cobra the Best join in, chanting those names. But then Draco calls out another name. A name unknown to all others. Shining Force, Resurrection of the Dark Dragon. And at this, the Dragon's eyes explode with light, its wings flail rapidly, ...and the dragon quivers and whimpers as if in pain. Alarmed, our heroes quickly step back and watch as amazingly... ...the dragon itself begins to morph into the shape of a dragon. Isn't that weird? In the shape of a dragon? Sorry. (laughs) In the shape of a sword! It amazingly walks into a shape of a sword. Of course it was a dragon before. That's what I'd do for trying to sort out music at the same time. But anyway. The sword falls from the air, landing with a thunk. Only Draco dares to touch it. This dragon sword feels warm in his hands and he realises that the dragon gave up his soul so that our heroes could possess the fourth Sword of Sega. In this war against the Nintendroids, we must all make sacrifices to save Sigurdra. Our group spends the rest of the night at the Ruined Castle. There are no celebrations this time and the atmosphere is sombre. Each of our heroes and adventurers remember what they have lost in this war and what they are truly fighting for. A winner with you wishes for freedom. GoGamerNerd remembers how the droids once drowned a bag of kittens. Forever Sonic had all his chocolate stolen by those droids. Pyrus 55 was almost made into a chicken dinner once. I Need Fruit Imagine a world with real fruit. Resident SD desperately needs a boob production. Sonic wants a future where he can keep on remixing. And Ineagle Venato? Well, it's best not to mention what he wants. Kids might be listening in. As they sleep, the Almighty Goddess, Ulala, visits them in their dreams. She calls upon them. Brave heroes of Sigurdra, you have come so far and witnessed so much. But now it is time for you to take your journey even further. Travel to the island in the middle of Sigurdra. There you will find a mysterious lighthouse which you must enter. The fate of Sigurdra is in your hands. And claws, because you have know, rappies. Our heroes wake up with new vigor. To the island they must go. Before they leave the ruined castle in desert, our heroes stuck up on some water from the well. The journey out of the desert doesn't take quite as long as before, and soon they return back to the grassy plains. With a quick lunch up at their local a Little Chef or Taco Bell for our American friends, our heroes are fed and refreshed and continue on towards the river in the middle of the world. Beside the river, they can see the sight of the lighthouse on an island, just at a distance. They cannot swim, but luckily stumble upon some abandoned rowboats nearby. Taking it in turns to roam, our heroes cross the sparkling blue water and reach a small island. Here, there is nothing but a tall, ruined lighthouse and some overgrown plants. It appears that this island has not been touched by human or Nintendo in hands in quite a long time. They've come this far, so our heroes decide to enter the lighthouse and explore. The inside resembles that old ruined castle, with nothing but crumbling walls and rot, and not a single clue to the whereabouts of the next Sword of Sega is in sight. With nowhere else to go, our heroes climb the creaking wooden stairs to the top of the lighthouse, plodding on until they reach the very end. But, instead of the giant beacon of light they expected to see, they come across a mechanical looking pod, tall enough to fit all of them in and connected to some kind of computerized control panel. Have our heroes found the fabled computer room? The equipment looks like nothing they've ever seen before, and it seems rather out of place here. Could this technology also be an intendroid creation? What should our heroes do? There is nothing else on this island, and perhaps this control panel holds the key to defeating the Nintendroids once and for all. Should we switch it on and see what happens? But what if it's dangerous? Our heroes have until after their next music break to decide what to do. It is a conundrum. had some little break there two particular tracks two remixes actually from overclocked remakes we had Bird motor by dj pretzel from fantasy star 2 and that was requested by i need fruit and then we had a force of light from shining force 3 which was created by ff music and dj and super green x which is something i wanted to play in the um, remix show Few weeks ago actually, but I didn't quite fit it in, so there we go, I fit it in there. But of course, we've got to move on now and mess around with this weird machine. This machine's a good time. Anyway. Even though none of our heroes have experience with computers, because Sega is a bit of a fantasy world after all, our group decided to randomly mess about with it and see what happens. Draco flips some switches here and there, Resident SD fiddles around with some knobs. I need fruit strokes his chin and studies the machine very carefully and Little Red 16 or 615 even decides to turn it off and on again but nothing happens. Getting impatient, I need Governato decides to give the computer a good hard kick. And the machine suddenly springs into life beeps and boops pop forth as the pod itself lights up, humming an ominous, buzzing noise. Shrugging, I Eagle Venato walks into the pod. Virus 55 presses a button and with an almighty flash, I Eagle Venato disappears. Shock horror. Confused by this, the rest of our heroes stupidly enter the pod and a bright life engulfs them, blinding their eyes blinking, they soon realise that they are no longer in the lighthouse, but are instead surrounded by clouds. The air seems much thinner, and Iron Eagle venata runs up to them screaming that they're actually on a floating island. Our group noticed that they seem to be standing in some sand, and right in front of them are a clump of palm trees, and a giant X is sketched into the sand. Not only have our heroes mysteriously appeared onto a floating island, but it appears to be a desert island too, complete with buried treasure. What an odd turn of events this is. But before they can decide whether or not to dig into the sand in search of what lies beneath, an almighty mechanical roar sounds ahead and the sight of a hundred Nintendoids appear through the clouds. Oh, the horror, the horror. But oh no, what's that? It's a giant Mega Drive speeding towards them as well! Oh dear Lord! The Nintendroids quickly surround our heroes as the Mega Drive positions itself in front. Its booming voice shouts, These are the miscreants that dared to activate the Sega Teleporter! The Teleporter that I, the Omega Mega Drive, has hidden for centuries! How did you find it? Answer me! Our heroes remain silent, but shift their bodies in preparation for an upcoming battle. The Mega Drive floats towards him menacingly. You humans should not be here, for this is the domain of consoles. If you will not answer me, then I shall drive the answer out of you. And so, our task comes forth surrounded by Nintendroids again and with no escape. Our heroes have no choice but to fight these beasts and take down the Mega Drive. Of course the only do- way to do this is to beat the Mega Drive at drive? drive, at its own game and name some Mega Drive gaming classics. But the Nintendroids need to be dealt with as well so we we'll need to beat them too. I'm going to play five tracks Four of them are from Mega Drive games, including three which are from Sega RPGs, and one that isn't. You'll be able to guess which one them. However, the fifth hidden track is a Nintendo track, yes! We must identify this hidden Nintendo track to defeat the Nintendroids as well. And if you're listening in the ILC live, or you're in the ILC and listening in live, then do be sure to send me your answers privately. Not that that's been an issue, because you're really good boys. You're good boys, good boys, yes. So, here are those five tracks, remember? Four are from the Mega Drive, and one is a hidden Nintendo track. Here is track number one. track number two It is track number four. five Mega Drive tracks, or Genesis tracks if you're American. Three of them are from Sega RPGs. One of them should be fairly obvious. The other two might be a bit more tricky. And then we've got another Mega Drive game in there, which should also be fairly obvious. And then there's another random hidden Nintendo track. And I kind of wish I hadn't actually downloaded that because it's been stuck in my head all day and I just can't stop listening to it. It's driving me mad. Not that you need a hint or anything. But I'm going to play those five tracks again starting with track number one. two number four. Last track number five. Send your answers to me via private message in the IRC, on Twitter, or on the RadioSega.net forums. Remember, we need the names of those four Sega Mega Drive games and the name of the hidden Nintendo track. But you'll also get bonus experience points for naming all five games and track. But that's it for the end. or oh, that's the end. Well, that's it for chapter seven of our sort of Sega role-playing adventure. So. Now it's time to hand out experience points. you took part in last week's tags, but I think I may have stumped you all with some of my Dragon related hints, so sorry about that. Hopefully you'll get at least some of the non-Sega Mega Drive, well, none of the Sun Sega RPG Mega Drive tracks easily. Okay, get the, setting one, and the other non-Sega track, yeah, which I think people kind of figured out. i had a few entries in the IRC already, so I will address those Hopefully it's a bit easier this week. Anyway, those who took part in last week's task will be rewarded with 50 bonus experience points, as well as the experience points you get for getting them right, and that includes a winner with you, I need Egalvanato, a Draco, I need Fruit, Cover the Best, and Silver Sonic. So congratulations to you! I've also awarded Draco with an extra 20 experience points for naming Resurrection of the Dark Dragon, which I didn't even actually think of. So, well done to you! I was quite surprised by that. You know, just didn't occur to me at all. So, nobody's levelled up this week, unfortunately, but here's a quick rundown of our stats. We have Elaniel, a level 1 Dark White Pladin, and will a level 5 fighter mage on 1490 experience points. He's 10 experience points off levelling up, so woo. Then we have Probe of the Best, a level 3 Sniper on 520 Go Game a Nerd, a level 3 Hadouken on 470 Marys 55, a level 2 Rappi on 230 I Need Fruit, a level 3 Max Ninja Overlord Thief on 530 Sonic, a level 2 Galaxy Warrior on 170 Resolent SD, a level 3 Lusty Barmaid with 650. m a level 1 Innkeeper. KC, a level 2 Pervert Drunk Man on 140. Little Red, 615, a level 1 Adventurer with 50 experience points. Silver Sonic, a level 3 Remixer Knight with 640. Draco, a level 3 Insane White Rock Shooter on 520. I need Wolvernato. Yeah, I'm getting up to you, I need. I need. Getting up to you. And a level 4 Knight of the Spiral Cup works on 910 experience points, so you're close to leveling up as well. Sonic Zone Cop, a level 1 Muse with 70 experience points. Social Gamer, a level 1 Retro Defender, and we've had a new member to the voice. Voice Force. Rosie Sonic 21, a level 1 Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Well, I suppose even Sonic has to go adventuring and stuff. Yep. Yeah. So, I shall play the customary You have joined the Force jingle. Where are you? You are here. You have joined the Force! You have joined the Force! Play! Congratulations to you for joining our Force. Of course, you can join the Force too if you haven't. It's fun, you know. You get to do all kinds of crazy things, all kinds of things. So, remember to keep on earning Experience Points so that you can win a real world prize at the end of Chapter 10. And don't worry if you've been listening in on the podcast, you can still take part by visiting the RadioSega.net website. Now we're going to move on with the show with somewhat relaxing piano r- arrangements. And then we're going to have a, a kind of request back after that. I didn't actually realise what the time was. That does take a long time, doesn't it? So we are going to overrun. We are officially going to run- overrun. We started the show like 50 minutes early, and we're still going to overrun. What am I like? But well, anyway, here is a piano version of the Fancy Star Online ending theme. Ah. in the IRC, it seems a lot of you are getting in those answers quite easily, so that's good. Good to see people giving it a go anyway. So in that little batch of music, we played, what did we play? We played can Still See The Light, the Fantasy Star Online ending theme, the piano version from Fantasy Star Online episode 1 and 2, and then from the Shining Force 2 Ancient Sealing symphonic album, we played Wings, really quite nice. Now we're going to play another quick remix batch. Is it a remix batch? Are they remixes? Well, one of them is. One little batch, anyway. only the both from Fancy Star Online Episode 1 and 2, although well, one from the arranged version that should prick up the ears of a certain Resident SD. And then we'll kind of finish off the show after that. So yeah, we are going to overrun by a little bit. Meh me. We've had 50 extra minutes. Obviously, three hours of music is just not enough. But we'll continue on now with some Weird Night from Fantasy Star Online. It's always a tomb plane that, isn't it? Yes, it is. And we started off that little request bash, and it was quite a little one, because, you know, time. With Weird Night from Fancy Star Online Episode 1 and 2, and The Frenzy Wilds from the arranged version. Gotta love me some frenzy. But we've now reached the end of the show. I hope you've had a blast with our extra, extra long Fancy Star and Shining special, but which series is the winner? We had a little chat in the ILC and me me and Draco kind of agreed that though we both love Fancy Star and Shining Force and the Shining series in general, Fancy Star kind of wins because it's online and the online experience is well worth playing for. And Fruit said that um, Fancy Star Online was his first online experience so that's definitely something worth giving bonus points for. And there certainly are more Shining games than the Fantasy Star ones, but for me, the early days of the Mega Drive and the Saturn belonged to the Shining series, because they were just some awesome games. Shining Force 2 and 3 are really the pinnacle of the Shining series for me personally. And it all kind of went down here from there in the later years. It doesn't help that I haven't had the chance to play many of the newer Shining games because they've not been released in the UK. And it's kind of the other way round for the Fantasy Star series. I wasn't really that interested in the Mega Drive offerings, but when Fantasy Star Online appeared I sold my soul. Damn, if I sold my soul then I can't already sell it to get advice in All Stars Racing. Damn. Anyway. So, when I used to play PSO I kind of racked up a, a £500 phone bill and yeah, those were good days. They were good days. Though luckily, PSO2 is going to be free to play, so I do reckon I'll probably end up spending money on that through microtransactions anyway. I do think that the lack of translated Shining Games has harmed the series in its later years, as most people I know are definitely more familiar with the Fantasy Star series, and Fantasy Star music is certainly more popular on Radio Sega. It definitely, definitely gets requested more for a start. But Shining music is good, definitely good. Shining Force 3 has an awesome soundtrack. Shining the Holy Ark is alright, I suppose. I like it, it's good. Then you've got Shining Force Cross Raid, which is also pretty epic. But it's a no-brainer, really. Fantasy Star wins! Now let's hope we can get some Western PSO2 news this summer at E3. I do hope so. Well... Soda Sega will be back at your usual time of 9pm UK time next Wednesday with the Shenmue Show. That'll be interesting. I'll be playing a variety of music from Shenmue 1 and 2, as well as some remixes and the like. Expect to hear some Bob's Pizza at some and maybe some Tomato Mart. Definitely those two. So, if there are any particular Shenmue tracks you want to hear, then do send me a request in advance if you can. that would be good. But of course, your radio single week is just beginning. There is another slight change this week, as Resident SD will be hosting late and live tomorrow night, Yep, on a Thursday from 10pm UK time, instead of the usual Friday night. This is just for this week though, so make sure you don't miss it. And on Friday, Turbo Drive Live returns at 8pm, followed by the Random Hour with the Forever Sonic, ...who has been quite busy creating a nice lovely Radio Sega skin for the forum... ...and he'll be on at 9pm UK time. Then you can catch Gavi with Saturday Night Sega on 10pm... ...on a Saturday, obviously. And then Radio Redux returns on a Sunday at 7pm... ...so it's quite a busy week, really. Now, although we've overrun quite a bit... ...this is like three hours of music here, jeez... ...I shall now leave you with three tracks to close the show. The first is Fly On from Shining Force Feather, because we've got to get some Japanese vocals in really. Then we have the original Save This World from Phantasy Star Universe, and since we started the show with an awesome Phantasy Star Sega Rocks track, it's only fair that we end with a very special Shining track. The Shining Force 3 Medley to be exact, from the Symphonic Suite. It's a good 7 minutes long, so if you can't stick around I'll forgive you, but it's well worth it. Although I'm surprised I've never actually played it on Solid Sega before, it's quite an epic. I'm sure I must have at some point. I have been your host, Cap'n Cloud Chaser, and tonight we have celebrated two of the biggest RPG series in the history of gaming. Long may they both continue on. Good night.
1: I'm